And how are we doing, people? Alan Roberts, in case you're new here, Alan Roberts, I am that dude that swears all the time, bald, angry. That's like what everybody talks about me. Oh, yeah, and ugly tattoos and all that shit. But how's everybody doing today? I thought I'd go live a little later on today instead of my normal 1 o'clock time. Tomorrow, it'll probably be uh, at noon and at 1. Um, and then I am going to be off on Monday. I probably go, I'll probably go live again on Saturday. I don't know. <clears throat> but Sunday, Monday, uh, Tuesday, I am going to be off. We are going to be having a good time. I shall not be thinking about any of you motherfuckers. I just want to put that out there. It's just how shit is. Uh, but today we're going to talk about uh, the just ridiculous level. It, it seems like every time I turn around, there is more and more and more going on about this, about obesity and flying on airplanes. And the literal amount of just incredible privilege that is being demanded is kind of you know, and, and I just, I, I wish that we could get to a stage where actually enter back into like the real world. Um, because right now we are not in any way like having commonsensical conversations, you know, uh, Dr. Rachel Milner is a known fat activist. She looks fucking horrible, by the way. Uh, her picture, her picture on her Instagram, I did videos about her like two or three years ago, and she looks like she's aged 20 fucking years uh, in, in two years. Like, she looks horrible. Um, I just, I don't even understand how... Like, I mean, people don't see how bad it is for people. Uh, but I'm going to say hi to everybody. And then we're going to talk about her. And then there was a, literally another article today uh, or yesterday about somebody not wanting to sit next to a fat person. And instead of the, you know, everybody saying like, well, that's, you know, because the person didn't want to have like, you know, the person's roles hanging all over them. People are calling this teenage boy fat phobic. Uh, it is just amazing obese privilege. There is no more privileged people on the planet than the American obese person. Like absolutely none. Uh, just to glutton yourself to a state of societal burden and ill health that society has to, again, then subsidize to make sure that you don't actually fucking die from eating so goddamn much and fucking your body up. Uh, you're harder on the planet because the overproduction that's needed for your overconsumption, along with the transportation of the food, puts more waste into the fucking environment. I'm not even talking about global warming. I'm just talking about waste, plastic, like fucking that sort of shit, like actual fucking like, like, you know, containers. I'm not even talking about the carbon emissions. I'm talking about how it's bad for the motherfucking environment. And then instead of us being like, hey, maybe you motherfuckers should, I don't know, have some personal responsibility and not glutton yourselves to the state of societal burden and be bad for the fucking planet. And, uh, you know, in fact, burden everybody, uh, especially after having, you know, all the economy closed down to protect elderly people and fucking fat people from a cold. Uh, but instead, no, 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 no. The powers that be and social media and mainstream media are saying, that if you don't think that fat people are gorgeous, you are fat phobic. You should want to fat, fuck a fat person. Uh, if you don't, there's something wrong with you, apparently. You know, fucking millennia after millennia after millennia of evolution, of evolutionary, uh, uh, you know, process and stuff like that, teaching us that 
we try to biologically pick the best mates that would produce healthy offspring and be able to take care of each other. No, no, we're going to look past that. Fuck a fat person and get them pregnant and then fucking have a fat child and shit like that because the parent will give the fucking fat kid bad fucking habits and shit. Uh, and that's, you know, if you complain about, I don't know, uh, paying for a fucking airplane seat and half of it getting used up by a fat person next to you, that you're somehow the problem that you should be honored to have the fat person literally fucking steal half of your fucking seat. That's where we're at in society. You fucking weak ass motherfuckers. Like, get there faster. Reality exists. No shit. Uh, but I'm going to say hi to everybody and then we're going to talk about these two things. We're going to talk about Rachel Milner and how she's fucking ridiculous and she looks like shit. I'm going to say it. She looks like shit. Um, because she's fat as fuck. What now? What are you going to fucking say now? What, like, like our, oh my God, he said she looked like shit because she's fat as fuck. Because she looks like shit. Because she's fat as fuck. Huge fat woman. Looks horrible. Looks like, I can't believe how much she's aged. It's crazy. But um, I mean, it, it, it ages you. It's oxidative stress on your body. It's inflammation. It ages you. It just does. Um, uh, and then we're going to talk about the article. And then I'm going to fucking get off here and you know, have a good fucking night. I'm going to be uh, joining my wife for, we're te she's teaching a volume training class today. Uh, and I taught two suspension system training classes, a beginner one and an advanced one uh, in the Southwest Florida heat today. It was like hundred degrees plus heat index. And I fucking killed it. I feel so fucking good. My wife is in fact a motherfucking genius when it comes to coaching. And by the way, if you wanted to get the app or any of our coaching, Boom, here it goes. There's how you can get the app. There's a three-month coaching deal and a six-month coaching deal. Um, we sold out of the year coaching deal things that we did for the 4th of July like that. So, but uh, please do take us up on one of those offers. Or you can just join the app and you get live and pre-recorded classes. You're in a hunger management support group. You can track all your nutrition, those sorts of things. It's $9.99 a month. You pay more for that for my fitness pal, and you don't get the live classes and shit like that. But I also want to point out that here is no morbidity. It's sold at the AmbrosiaCollective.com, sold at TigerFitness.com, and sold at VitaminShop.com. You can get any of these delivered. They all have great delivery services, but you can actually go into a vitamin shop and, and get it, uh, and which is an amazing, amazing thing. Uh, and the update on Alchemy is that we are still in third-party testing, so I'll have it. I will hopefully have a date for you by tomorrow. I don't know, uh, but I'm you know I'm just happy that we're that we're we have the fucking ingredients. We we have the bottles. We're fucking it's it's happening. Uh, these things take way more time than what I would personally like, but I'm just happy this shit's motherfucking happening. Cause if you would have told me in 2020, this shit was going to be happening where we would have a second product coming out. Uh, I'd be like, yeah, sure. But no, not only do we have a second product coming out, they are both amazing products. No more is a non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based appetite suppressant helping tens of thousands of people right now curb their hunger, help with their stress relief, helping them burn more fat than lean mass while they're using it than if they weren't using it. It is an amazing supplement. And alchemy is going to change the motherfucking world for people that have sugar addiction, have a hard time with processed carbohydrates, have any type of insulin resistance, PCOS, those sorts of things. It's going to change the fucking world. Mark what I said. For real. I, I, I stand by it. Uh, Jess, how are you doing? Slash the kid, what's going on? Tanya, how are you? Laurel, how are you? Lady Hawk, Leona, Jerry, uh, Teresa, Sheeny Beanie, Eloise, Dustin. Dustin joined us for some classes today. How the fuck are you doing, Dustin? Uh, Wildcard, how are you doing? Nicole, Sheeny Beanie, Aura, Emma. Uh, hi, everyone. Listen to Alan. Maybe lose 12 of the 13 pounds I gained during the pandemic. I went uh, from eight pounds. I don't even know what you're about to say. So you kind of cut yourself off. 
Uh, Sabrina, Linda, had to restart the app to open the chat. I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Uh, somebody needs to start Obesity Air. Double wide seats, double the price. It. I, the thing is, you still. it still would not be safe. They would not be able to meet FAA regulation evacuation times. That is my thing. It is not safe. Uh, it, it's just not. I mean, it's just like people could try to people could try to make a uh, amusement park roller coaster for 400 pound people, but in all likelihood, smaller people wouldn't be able to be on the roller coaster, and it would still be very structurally scary as fuck because gravity, reality, inertia, physics. You know, physics exists. You know. Uh, these people do tend to look awful. They really do. I've never uh, thought about the dangers of other factors until you mentioned them. It makes complete sense. Absolutely. It's crazy. Crazy. Uh, not to mention actual human waste. For real. For real. Angela, Annie, Slashtikin, how you doing? Elizabeth Aborl, how are you? Pleasure to see you. Uh, day 11 of No Morbidity. Thank you very much. I hope it is kicking ass for you, motherfuckers. Um, I personally don't enjoy someone sp uh, spilling over. I, I, me either. I can't stand it. Unless it's crystal, I don't want people touching me. I just, I, I'm not a touchy-feely guy, you know? 100% the suspension's workouts are amazing. Nicole, I'm very happy you like them. Very, very happy you like them. A different time, but made it anyway. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you joining. Arctic Wolf, uh, you know how some states require pictures of ill health effects of smoking on a carton? We need that for obesity-related health issues. I believe so. I really do. Uh, driving home from work, the angry bald man somehow makes uh, Seattle traffic a little easier to tolerate. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, the fat acceptance creators in their twenties are going to regret this. Oh, all of them, all of them, all the way do you see this. So I just purchased no more bit of the instructions read, uh, take along with the last meal. I think you meant to say, does that mean I have to take, uh, take it with food or without food that is put on there to, uh, try to get people the most beneficial, uh, uh, effects of trying to, uh, trying to help with stress relief and sleep and stuff like that. I personally take mine on an empty stomach in the morning, about seven o'clock every morning. And I don't eat until like three. So you can take it at the time you remember to take it the most. But that is a great question. Thank you very much. Manga, how are you doing? LM, how are you doing? Uh, you are the only professional that truly gets the title healthcare worker. Uh, you're the only one that truly cares. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. So Vlad, how are you doing? Uh, once fat acceptance turns 30, medical fat phobia becomes their main concern for some reason. Yeah, that's a very good point. But this, <laughs> this woman is Dr. Rachel Milner. Um, Hang on a second. I want to show you something. Uh, we're going to go to her web, her uh, Instagram. Here we go. So give me one second here. Look at her picture. And look at her. Here's her picture. So, Here's, her. Here's her picture. And here's her. Uh, maybe you want to update that. Um, let's see, Alan. I remember. I remember Alan's videos uh, from her from two or three years ago. The woman on the screen looks like an uh, an elder, uh, earlier woman's grandmother. Yeah, it really does. She she looks very, 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 very much, much, much older. Uh, is she not sixty five? I have no idea how old she is. Uh, all I know is she looks a lot older than she did two years ago. 
that's my thing. So uh, let's see. Mm -mm -mm. Give me one more second. She's a dietitian. And uh, she doesn't really, I don't think she puts her age. I don't know. I'm not sure. She's if she's lived a lot longer than what I thought she would have her size, but I don't know. And again, so I think she's a dietitian. That's what she, that's what the, that's what I believe she is. Doctor Adrian, dietitian age. So yeah. Um, she's a she/her. Everybody, um, because that's not obvious. Fucking. Here we go. Listen to this bullshit. So, speed of evacuation. What about disabled people, elderly people traveling with the littles? They're uh, not blocking the aisle, but they will evacuate more slowly. Yes, and that's why they're put in certain. Uh, that's why if you're uh, are disabled, you're put into a certain row. Uh, but it is ninety seconds, and people with children can still get out. So, fat people cannot. F fat people cannot. I absolutely cannot. Well, I had the opportunity to be at the Weight Stigma Conference this week. The Weight Stigma Conference. It's just such ridiculous bullshit. There's a Weight Stigma Conference. There's a no, hey, fat fucks, lose weight conference. But there is a Weight Stigma Conference. What's stigma? What's stigma? That being morbidly obese is bad for you? That being morbidly obese makes you lose more work? Uh, miss more work, that being morbidly obese in fact leads to chronic illness and disease and burden on our society. What fucking stigma are you talking about? Are you talking to people who don't find you attractive? Too fucking bad. You're ugly. No, I said it. Oh shit. He said it. Part of the ugly is the stupid that goes along with it. I'm just letting you know. Part of the ugly is absolutely the stupid. When you hear somebody say, you can't tell if I'm healthy or not by looking at me when they are fucking breathing soup and sweating standing there. <laughs> I can fucking tell if you're healthy or not. Uh, and the stupid makes you ugly. It just does. And yesterday I was flying home. And she looks like she's gotten big too. Like she looks like she's stacked on another 50 to 100 pounds. And I got on the plane. I was in an aisle seat. And um, I was on the plane before any of my, the other travelers in my. Her breathing also doesn't sound really good either, huh? Row. And when the person who had the. Oh, wait, somebody said she's a psychologist. Okay, I thought she was a dietitian, but she's a psychologist. That makes it even fucking crazier. Uh, that makes it even worse. Middle seat got on. I had already lifted up the armrest, and I stood up to let her get to her seat. And when she got to her seat, she put the armrest down. And I asked her if we could please keep the armrest up. And she got really annoyed. And I'd be really annoyed, too. I want the armrest down. Why do you want the armrest up? And sort of snapped at me and said, no, that's my space. I need to be able to put my arm on that armrest. If she wants to, why not? She can put her arm on half the armrest and you can put your arm on the other half of the armrest. Or, or, or she can just put the armrest down so she can have her seat by herself. Why do you want the armrest up? 
and I took a minute. I was about to um, snap back at her and I'll- Why are you gonna snap back? Because she wants to be able to have her own seat? Because you feel entitled to her fucking seat somehow? You feel entitled to some of her fucking space somehow? So tell her that she really needed to have attended the conference that I was just at and then- No, she didn't, she didn't. You needed to fucking lose some fucking weight so you're not spilling over to her seat. That's what you needed to fucking do. Paused and decided not to. Because you are in fact a coward and I don't even believe any of this fucking shit happened. I'm just gonna say that. I don't, I don't believe that almost any of this fucking shit that she's talking about happened. I believe that this is, she went to this conference, was talking about weight stigma, needed something to fucking actually bitch about and then fucking made all this shit up. And so I basically just rolled my eyes and said, okay, in an annoyed voice and figured that traveling is super uncomfortable and was going to be even worse because of this woman. No, her travel is uh, travel is uncomfortable and her travel is going to be even more uncomfortable because of you, because you are too big to fit in your fucking seat. You are the actual problem here. You are not only that, but now this woman is trapped inside with you. Again, I will say what happens if you hit turbulence and your fat ass fucking crushes her. Reality exists. What happens if there needs to be an evacuation and your slow ass is fucking in front of her? Reality exists. You're the problem. You are the problem. It is not everybody else. If you are fat as fuck and you think you need special accommodation, the problem is you have fattened yourself to the point where you feel you deserve accommodation. That's the fucking reality. And the thing that during the course of the flight really pissed me off was not only was she rude and entitled, but she- How the fuck is she entitled? How, how, how is she entitled? Like, how, how does that work? Like the, the armrest goes in between your two seats. If you're not taking up more than your fucking space, the armrest isn't a fucking issue. I don't have any issues with the fucking armrest and I am fucking wide as a fucking door on my shoulders. I just kind of sit like this when I'm on planes next to Crystal and I sit to the side looking at my gorgeous ass wife and don't bother anybody. And I'm a big fucking man. I'm a full size adult, literal fucking athletic male. How the fuck is this a problem for you? She never once put her arm onto the actual armrest. Who cares? Who cares if she didn't put her arm on the armrest? Why, why, does that, why is that a problem? It's still her space. <laughs> it's still her space. It does not fucking matter. If she bought, if I buy something and I want to fucking not use it, I will not motherfucking use it. That doesn't mean you are fucking entitled to it because I still fucking bought it. So the space that she was saying was hers and that she asked she wasn't saying it was hers. Her ticket says it's hers. Absolutely had a right to. She never actually used the space. And she was in a smaller body. She You mean a healthy body? Could have lifted up the armrest and given me more space. So so you feel that since she's smaller, you are entitled to more of her space. This woman's a fucking psychologist. She's a counselor. Like, how do you feel, like, how how does society get you there where, because she's smaller, 
even though she paid for like I don't give a fuck. That, this is like saying that if you are a small person and you and you buy uh you you buy a car and the car is huge that you don't need all of it and you should be able to hop the fuck in and drive it. Like I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Like she's smaller, she didn't need that space. She bought that space. And it actually would not have impacted her at all. And Besides you stealing did, her fucking space. Nothing wrong with that anyway. But oh, if it did impact her, did you just hear what she said? Rest and given me more space. And it actually would not have impacted her at all. And if it did, there's nothing wrong with that anyway. But there's nothing wrong with impacting the person next to you. Because if you're a fat person, you apparently have so much fucking privilege that if you impact other people, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm telling you, it's obese. There's no such thing as thin privilege in America at all. There is obese privilege. There is obese privilege. What should be considered obese consequences are now viewed as obese privileges. So this woman just said that if it did impact her, there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That is where she's at. That if it did somehow impact the person next to her, there's nothing wrong with that because this fat ass woman is entitled to that space because she's fucking fat. The point is that there was actually room and all she had to do was lift up the armrest, but refused. Because she's paid for that fucking space. You paid for your space, she paid for her space. What the fuck's wrong with you? If you've got a problem with this, you should talk to the fucking airline. And she definitely should talk to the fucking airline. It is fraudulent. If if you are sat next to a person that clearly does not fit in their seat and is over in your space, that is actual fucking fraud committed by the airline. They seat that person. They visually view when they check that person's ticket, when they're walking onto the plane, they can visually see that they're not going to fit into a fucking seat and they are going to use up space that they did not pay for, that somebody else paid for. That somebody else that paid for that fucking seat is now the victim of fraud because they have paid for a seat that the airline has not given them. They have paid the airline for a seat and the airline knowingly does not give them the service or product that they in fact paid for in good faith. That is the classic legal definition of fraud. And I would, I would love to get a class action suit together for this because that is, in fact, fraudulent. The airline, when they check a person's ticket and they view the person standing there, fat as fuck, and they realize that they're not going to fit into the seat that they, in fact, purchase and they're going to spill over into somebody else's seat, they know that the person next to them is not going to receive the fucking seat that they paid for in its entirety. That is fraud. Fraud. When I left the plane, I was headed towards um, the baggage claim area so that I... And by the way, I still don't believe any of this shit happened. I could leave the airport. This person came up behind me and said he just wanted to tell me that he saw how that person, the woman on the plane, had treated me. Yeah, I'll take things that didn't happen for a thousand, Alex. And he said, um, that his words were, I'm really sorry for how that woman on the plane treated you. How she treated you? What do you mean how she treated you? Like, this is why I don't believe this happened. 
You sound like fucking entitled as fuck. Like you're entitled to somebody else's fucking seat that they paid for or part of the seat that they paid for. You sound entitled as fuck. And somebody's going to walk up to you and say that the other person's the problem? I don't think so. I literally don't fucking think so. And the way she made it seem like the, the seemed like it wasn't even really an altercation. It seemed like it was a quiet conversation that they just fucking ended. She was a real asshole, and I could feel her energy. And it's not oh, you can feel her energy. Is that one of it, it, that's very psychologically uh, sound of you feeling your patient's energies too? You fucking whack nut. Okay. And I thanked him um, for the acknowledgement and told him, you know, I was actually on my way home from the weight stigma conference and. We chatted a little bit and then he went on and I left and I was thinking about that didn't happen. I don't believe that happened at all. I don't believe that happened whatsoever. I, 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 I don't believe that it happened at all. But afterwards, and of course, one of my thoughts was, well, he could have spoken up on the plane. Which oh, yes. Yeah, so so now she's upset at that guy for not speaking up. The, the fictitious dude, he could have spoken up on the plane. He should have done that to defend me. Like the entitlement is just fucking ridiculous. We have lied to these people too much. Lose fucking weight. You're a detriment to society. You're, you're a burden upon us all. Lose fucking weight. That needs like encourage every fat person you know to lose weight because they're a burden upon society and it's better for them also. And I mean it. Any, anybody that's morbidly obese, we should be encouraging these people to lose weight. They are a burden upon themselves and society. Us pretending, us they're having full conferences about how they're discriminated against because they in fact fucking eat too fucking much. The coddling has caused this. We need to stop coddling people. This needs to be done and over with. This is this is this is going still going the wrong fucking direction. Which would have been really helpful. Um but he didn't and so as I was thinking about it afterwards, I also was thinking about how much I appreciated that he spoke up then and there. You know, I think one of the things that happens with anti-fat bias is this sense of... You were about to take some woman's fucking seat space that she paid for. How is that anti-fat bias? That is anti... That, that is you... That is literally fat privilege. That is obese privilege of your humanity not existing that people well you've eaten yourself to multiple sized humanity so i mean prefer that you didn't exist or that your body didn't exist no 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 why does it always got to go there they, they just want us to die no we want you to unfucking fatten yourself so you don't burden the fucking rest of us I had somebody tell me, like, I, I have people tell me all the time, like, you just hate fat people. If I really hated fat people, if I really just despised fat people and I hated fat people, I would literally be encouraging them to glutton themselves more. I would be like, you know what? Don't listen to any fucking body. You're fine just the way you are. You know what would make you even better? You know what would make you more attractive? What would make you happier? Eat three pizzas a day. Wash it down with two, th two, two liters of Coke every single day. That is the key to happiness for you. If I really hated fat people, if I really despised them, if I didn't want to actually help them, I would encourage them to fucking glutton themselves at an even higher rate. You know why? Because if I really hated them, if I really wanted to see their demise, that would do it. The encouragement of what they literally are already doing in higher quantities, that is what hate would look like. That is what it would mean to, in fact, put it upon them to end themselves faster. 
because they are already committing suicide via food every motherfucking day. And if I really dislike like fat people, if I really disliked them and I really wanted to fucking uh, have them you know, be off the planet and not a problem anymore, I would encourage each and every fucking one of them to eat even more. Two times, eat at least two times what you can fucking eat right now. Like really try to grab that in there and make sure you cover it with fucking margarine, not butter. Make sure margarine covers every fucking thing. And by the way, you have to put sugar on every fucking thing you fucking do. That is the fucking reality. That, that is literally the fucking reality. If I dislike them, I would encourage the behaviors that they're already doing in greater quantity. Fucking ridiculous. And so taking up space, especially on a place like an airplane, already feels like you're not wanted. And then a woman treating you that way can also, it just feels like your humanity is being taken. Well, you've taken your humanity away by the fucking, you know, about three, you know, two decades ago, gluttoning yourself to this fucking size. But. And so even though I wish that this woman or this um, man had said something on the plane, it keep your stories straight. They're hard to when you make them up did have an impact on me that he said something afterwards, just the acknowledgement of somebody else having witnessed the anti-fat bias and then speaking up and saying to me, how is it anti-fat bias that this woman did not want to literally give you shit she paid for? How is that bias? It's insanity. That was not okay. That it was not okay for him to treat me that way. Oh, hang on. Hang on. What about other types of people? Why focus on heavier people? And why, uh, why not help other people who advise on how to become healthy? Well, we have what's called an obesity epidemic in the world, yet alone in America, where likely 50 to 5 to 60% of the people in America are viscerally obese by waist to height ratio. It adds about 3 to $3.5 trillion to our actual fucking shared healthcare expenditure, weakens us militarily. It makes us very, very, very susceptible on a national security level to other foreign entities who control the pharmaceutical industries. And oh yeah, um, it's just bad for the fucking person. So um, if I want to talk about other people's body type, which I do sometimes, uh, I will do so. However, seeing as how I am a weight loss expert and best-selling weight loss author, and I have myself lost 100 pounds, kept it off for years now, and I've controlled my binge eating disorder now for two years, five months, and what is it, 23 days, um, or 20, 20, or 19 days, excuse me, um, I'm going to talk about the thing that I'm good at. Um, so you have a nice day, you fucking loonbag. You're clearly fat because this is why it's hurting you so much. So, um, and these women that he's targeting, do you, do they not have feelings? They're fucking delusional. And if they had feelings, maybe, maybe me being realistic with them will in fact incite change in them because coddling has very seriously not helped. Coddling these people to the point where they think that they are entitled to other people's fucking paid for seat. That has not helped this woman and that will not help her lose any fucking weight. Telling a fat person, you're fine just the way you are. Don't worry about it. That's not helping them because they're just going to stay the fucking way they are. And the way they are is not fucking good. It is a detriment and burden upon all society. Obesity is a burden upon our society. Unarguably. Like, it, would be, be, it just, not even a question. Not even a question.
obesity is in fact a massive burden upon all of society in multiple, multiple ways. It is a burden upon the planet. It is a burden upon our healthcare system. It is a burden upon our food system. It is a burden upon the person, their families, our economy. It is a burden. Burden. It is an avoidable, lifestyle-driven burden. That's reality. I made a difference. It had an impact on me. And, you know, if you're in a smaller body, I think another... You are not in a smaller body. You are just not fucking fat. You are not in a bigger body. You're just fat as fuck. It is not a suit you take on and put off. I, you are not in a smaller suit. Uh, like, I mean, you are not in a bigger suit. You are, in fact, fat as fuck from your fucking actions. And the other person is not fat as fuck. They are in a smaller body. Their body is then smaller because they are not fat as fuck because they have not eaten themselves that way. You are not in a bigger body. They are not in a smaller body. They are smaller. You are bigger because actions have consequences. You fucking loon bag. Reminder that sometimes that's all it takes. You know, you don't have to do this perfectly. Like I said, would I have appreciated him speaking up on the plane? Yes. She's still bitching about the made up guy not, not fucking speaking up on the plane because she feels she's entitled to have somebody defend her too. She wouldn't defend herself. She, she didn't defend herself, but she's mentioned multiple times how she hasn't said, oh, I wish I would have fucking, uh, I, I, I would have I just fucking, you know, should have spoken up myself. No, she's talking about this made up guy. So it's just confusing to me that it's, a, that it's a target. Why? Because it is the biggest fucking detriment to our society there is. It is the ma most massive fucking issue we have. How are you confused by that? Did you eat paint chips when you were younger? Like, 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 do you have a cognitive deficit? You, if you are fat, you likely do have a very serious cognitive deficit. If you've been fat the majority of your life, you very likely have a very serious cognitive deficit and executive function decline. Uh, and that might be why you are fucking stupid and don't understand. Because you see, obesity is a burden to all of society. And therefore, we as a society should help these people understand that they need to unfucking fatten themselves. Should I speak slower for you? Would you like it written in crayon? Would you, can your mother interpret it for you? But did it still matter that he said it in the airport? Yes. And so when you're trying to do advocacy or you know activism, just taking a reminder that you don't have to do it perfectly for it to have an impact. And um, the person- An impact, like you, like if we hit turbulence and you fucking- Anyway, and who said it so this is this fucking loon bag, Dr. Rachel Milner. Now, let's get to this. Teen airline passenger changes seat after plus-size traveler crowded, crowds, travelers crowd her, gets grief for fat phobia. Holy fucking fucking shit. Holy shit. Um, she has she has a right to a full seat, as do all pastors, says psychologist of travel drama. A young woman who shared a recent travel predicament got more grief than she bargained for when she explained to others why she moved her seat for a more for more comfort while aboard a challenging flight. 
describing herself as a 19-year-old female, a woman going by the username of throw away on a plane, wrote on Reddit, I just got off, because Reddit, this, it, there's no chance that this is made up. Uh, I just got off a flight from Las Vegas to New York. She said her assigned seat was a middle seat, and both people next to her were plus size, meaning fat as fuck. So um, she noted, I wouldn't have had a problem uh, with this in any other situation, but plane seats are terribly small, and, either, and neither of my neighbors were able to fit comfortably into their seats. The teenager went on either uh, on either side of me. My my seat neighbor's shoulder was on top of mine and their thigh was on top of mine as well. She added that on the subreddit, A-I-T-A, uh, am I an a-hole? I um, wonder how many times I'm on that fucking thing. Uh, in which people reach out to others to get uh, insight on their own behavior. I was pretty, it was a pretty long flight and I was kind of uncomfortable. After about an hour and a half, the young woman said, I walked up to the flight attendant and explained the situation as privately and gently as I could. And I asked if there was any way, uh, any other seats available. Getting my, uh, the woman added, she managed to find a seat a few rows behind me that I could sit in. So, however, getting my bag from under the seat in front of me and moving was pretty awkward, but the rest of the flight was fine, the woman wrote. She apparently thought the problem was solved. After I got off, though, the woman I was previously sitting next to was, was waiting for me, wrote the 19-year-old. The teenager went on to share. She essentially told me that I had embarrassed her and the other, other man and that traveling while plus size is hard enough without people treating fatness like a contagious disease. Technically, fatness is contagious, um, but uh, because it is a societal contagion as you know, pass through influencer circles, families, by behavior, those sorts of things. So technically, it is absolutely, um, absolutely uh, contagious. But... The fucking audacity to, in fact, say that it was a problem for you after you were mogging this woman. The airline, again, she should have gotten a refund for her seat if they wouldn't have moved her. But imagine the fucking privilege of you taking up somebody else's space and them claiming that they embarrassed you. It should be embarrassing to take up somebody else's space. That's the fucking embarrassing portion about it. If you're not embarrassed by that enough not to fly or to fucking lose weight then who fucking cares if you are embarrassed because you are taking up somebody else's fucking space and they ask for a new fucking seat? So fucking entitled. Added the teen, she also said that I made, it, made a public demonstration to everyone that plus-size passengers are an inconvenience, which they absolutely fucking are. They are actually a danger and detriment to everybody on board also and opened the door uh, to fat phobia on flights. There's no such thing as fat phobia. There's obese consequences. We are literally talking about a person being upset at another person, not for complaining to them, not for making a fucking big stink, but for actually moving fucking seats so they can get the fucking space that they fucking paid for. She's mad at this person for not just letting her lay on top of her damn near. How fucking privileged have we fucking gotten? The teenage poster continued, I really didn't mean for it to come across that way, but I can understand how it did and how everyone on the flight, you're a fucking weak-ass motherfucker yourself, too. You fucking, that, fuck that shit. I don't think this pastor did anything wrong other than let herself be bullied by the other pastors. I completely agree with that. Dr. Jamie Albin, PhD, a clinical psychologist from New York. She has a right to a full seat, as do all passengers. It seems as if overweight person took out her feelings of being embarrassed on her. And again, the embarrassing thing is not fitting in the fucking seat. Also, Dr. Albin said, just because someone is unhappy with a situation doesn't mean it's a personal attack. Sometimes it's just a situational factor. If you're not happy with the situation because you're fat, the problem is you being fucking fat. <clears throat> That's the fucking problem. 
Uh, in a later edit to her post, a woman called out commenters on the blat uh, for their blatant fat phobia and said she simply posted a story to get some insight. Ah, oh, what the fuck ever. Uh, there's no such thing as fat phobia. No, nobody, nobody is irrationally afraid of fat people or irrationally. The only time people might be irrationally, the irration there's no irrational fear of fat people. Because if you're on an airline, you're not irrationally afraid of the fat person because they're a danger to you. You see how that works? Like if you are on a roller coaster and there is a 400 pound person in the seat next to you, it is not an irrational fear to think that they might fucking crush you to death around a curve, around a turn. That's fucking ridiculous. That is fucking ridiculous. Just so fucking stupid. Just so fucking idiotic. Nothing wrong with asking why. But uh, but it is when downgrading while getting the answer, just saying, well, you're a fucking stupid fuck. That's why. Like, you don't understand. Like, I don't understand the targeting. Like, let's, we, know, we know what the fuck you're doing. You're a fucking dumbass fucker. And this is the best troll you got. It's fucking stupid. You look like a fucking moron. That's the fucking problem. I don't understand what the problem is. Obesity is a fucking burden upon society. And you not understanding that means you're fucking slow and stupid. That's the problem. You probably ate lead paint chips as I, when you were younger, like I said. Fucking ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Are obese people in New York City complaining about the small apartment sizes yet? But don't give them any fucking ideas there, Kelsey. Don't give them any ideas. Uh, people are the reason I'll never uh, get on a plane. I, uh, I'd i have to be highly sedated. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, gives new meaning to a jumbo jet. That's funny. I have an irrational fear of not being able to breathe. That's right. I mean, there's no irrational fear of being morbidly obese. None, 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 none. A uh, bit late to the party. It's week, one week on Nomo and Ember, and I've lost two pounds. Boom. Boom. That's what we do. That's what we do at the Ambrosia Collective and Tiger Fitness. A healthcare expert targeting the unhealthy. Why is that surprising? It's so ridiculous. It's just so insane. Like, again, if I hated fat people... You know, if I actually hated fat people, I would encourage them to eat more. I would encourage them to put sugar on everything they eat or drink. I would encourage them to eat as much processed carbohydrates as humanly possible. I would encourage them to replace any water drink with a highly sugared drink. And I'm not talking about like Coca-Cola. I'm talking like Jolt. If I hated fat people, I would encourage them as much as fucking possible to eat every second of the fucking day. If I hated fat people, I would encourage them to do whatever they could not to move at all, not to actually get up and walk, just wheel yourself everywhere. If I hated fat people, I would encourage everybody in America that's fat, get a motorized scooter right now. If I hated fat people, I would do my very best to make sure that they had enough access to enough food to glutton themselves at many times the rate they're already gluttoning themselves to death because then they would get removed from society faster. But no, no, I take shit from dumbass fucking trolls who want to be like, you just hate fat people. Oh, what's wrong with you? You just hate fat people. When I'm trying to fucking save their motherfucking lives, when I'm providing free information almost on a goddamn daily basis to try to help people deal with their hunger, talking about supplements that will help them minimize their hunger and increase their stress relief. When I am literally trying to provide free information six days of the week 
every fucking week of the goddamn year to try to help people who have problems with food, binge eating, food addiction, sugar addiction, to try to escape that fucking prison and try to be safe and effective and have it be done in a sustainable, healthy fashion. If I hated fat people, I wouldn't do what I do. I'd do what the fat acceptance community does, and I would encourage them to think that they're just fine the way they are, and everybody should love them for who they are, and if they want something to eat, they should fucking eat it. If I hated fat people, I would join the fat acceptance community, and I would have all their talking points instead of mine. That's what I would do if I hated fat people. You stupid fucks. I mean, no shit. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway, all right, I'll take some Q&A, and then I'm going to be done. I got a class that I'm going to be joining Crystal for here shortly. We're going to be doing volume training right back here. By the way, you can join the app. Here is, by the way, where you can get our app. You can join the app. You can join the app, or you can get three months of coaching or six months of coaching. I'm going to have a month coaching slot coming out here, uh, some slots coming up here soon, probably tomorrow or the next day. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, and then also here is where you can get no morbidity. It is our non-stimulant, non-thermogenic based appetite suppressant sold at vitamin shop, sold at tigerfitness.com, sold at the Ambrosia Collective. And that is also all three of those places is where alchemy, when it is released anytime within the next couple of weeks, um, that's where you also be able to get alchemy because we heard that vitamin shop is picking up right away, which is awesome. Uh, and we are also probably be getting, uh, no morbidity onto Amazon very shortly also too and i'll have a link for you guys for that motherfucker too so i am very excited about all those things i am gonna take some q a and then i'm gonna get fucking going uh but how the fuck is everybody doing this week have i upset everybody enough did my if i really hated fat people speech go on for anything because i can guarantee you i'm gonna take that clip and i'm gonna post it the fuck up if i really hated fat people i joined the fat acceptance community straight the fuck up I'd be a fat activist if I really hated it, if I really hated them. Uh, will you be doing more fat loss, tran uh, uh, fat loss transform? I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what you mean, Monique. How do you get to your cal uh, calorie floor on Alchemy and Nomo? I've, uh, I've been, a, it's been a challenge on, on Nomo alone. So your calorie floor, meaning like your minimum calories, you know, one of the things I like to do for that, by the way, is uh, if you are having a hard time getting, I know people are going to think this isn't a real problem, but this is actually a real fucking problem where a lot of people do not actually get to their base minimum calories. Uh, and I, I, don't, I don't suggest crash dieting. Like, I think that everybody, like what you should do is take like your ideal weight, uh, like, like the bottom range of your ideal weight. Uh, by you know by a BMI chart and I know it's BMI but fucking live with it but take the middle of the middle range weight and times that by 10 that's your bottom bottom range always get that for most uh most of like adult women 1200 calories should never be gone under ever 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 um, and for most men 1500 calories should never be gone under because most most adult men that are my height 59 uh 59510 uh, shouldn't weigh more than 155, 150 to 160 pounds. They don't have the muscle frame for it, you know? Um, but uh, if you are having a hard time getting to the calorie floor, the basement, um, I would suggest you change the cuts of meat you're eating to fattier cuts of meat. Like on, a lot of times what I do, because uh, one, then it doesn't change the volume, the actual volume of food you put in your stomach. 
but it does in fact change the caloric density of the food. So like, for instance, like uh, if I'm having a hard time getting calories in, I'll eat chuck steak, which is much, much fattier than like sirloin steak. Uh, right now I'm doing very, like right now I'm doing very lean cuts of uh, lean cuts of beef because it, I'm in my birthday month and I'm finishing my lean down. Uh, so uh, I'm doing very, very, very lean cuts of meat. Um, but I normally eat like 80, 20 chuck. But right now I'm eating like 90% lean beef, you know, and it just increases the calories up a little bit. That's a great question. Thank you. Uh, we have we have the extremes of Eugenia Cooney and Tess Holiday idolized and monetized on YouTube. Why can't people just promote healthy body fat percentages? I completely, uh, completely agree. Oh, uh, fat loss transformation content. Yes, yes, yes. I will probably do one of those videos maybe even tomorrow. Um, um, I probably tomorrow. Have you seen April's sister? I've done a video on her. I haven't seen I haven't seen any of her recent ones, but she seems to be doing very, very good. Very, very good. Without you and Nomo, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be as great as I am. Boom! That's awesome. Awesome. Uh, any comparisons between Nomo and Golo? Uh, leaning towards Nomo, but wondering if you can tell me. I have no idea what the fuck Golo is. So I have, I have no comparison. Um, no morbidity is four patented ingredients at clinically tested human doses. Um, it is uh, Slimaluna, Garcetrin, uh, Thinogen, and KSM-66. All have been shown to help with waist circumference. Uh, Thinogen helps uncouple the protein 1 NAs from adipose tissue. So when you take no morbidity, you lose more predominantly body fat than you do lean mass, even when you just lose weight without it. Um, and it just completely works on the, Slim and Luna works on the biological mechanism of your hunger. So your stomach doesn't actually create hunger. Um, Golo is more like alchemy. Uh, alchemy is made up of five patented ingredients or four patented ingredients and another ingredient. Um, and one of them is NC2. NC2 is not in Golo, I don't believe. NC2 has been shown to reverse type 2 diabetes and prediabetes as well as help with inflammation, insulin sensitivity. And it also has an amazing glycemic blocking effect where if you do eat something with carbohydrates, then you don't get hungry. You don't get that uh, insulin rush carbohydrate hunger afterwards. Um, but it also has uh, several other ingredients. I'll probably be doing an ingredient breakdown starting next week. Uh, we'll probably have a whole live of ingredient breakdown of alchemy. So, but anyway, I can't wait. I can't wait for people to release it. I'm telling you, no morbidity is amazing, but especially with the people, the number of people that have carbohydrate issues, sugar addiction, PCOS, those sorts of things, alchemy is going to change the fucking world. Mark my fucking words. Mark my fucking words. But all right, guys, any last questions before I get going? Going once. Going twice. All right, guys, I'll be back at noon tomorrow uh, for a live. And then we're going to do a weekly recap with the other people. Um, oh, hang on. I got a question. Is 70 grams of protein for 1,400 calories a good, good goal for 60 kilo, uh, a little too much? I would actually increase the, the protein up just a little bit. Uh, just a little, little, little bit. So I, I would go between 70 as your basement and uh, 90 to 100, for, you know, somewhere around there. Does Nomo help the, help the body pull from visceral fat first? Uh, not first, but it helps uncouple the, the protein one NAs in it. You, if you want to get rid of your visceral fat, you got to get away from the, uh, the processed carbohydrates. That's the biggest thing for you. So anyway, that was fire. Have a great evening. You too. I hope all of you have a great day. God damn.